¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? Bienvenidos a los chicos del Armesto. ¿Dónde está el Mit Juan? Hola. ¿Y es de Michael from Ecuador? Tell us your story. Uh, I come to the border with mi hijo y mi hija. ¿Por qué? Señor Oran has gone, ¿eh? It's gone. But the President Kamala put my kids in the cages. I have a corona, so they put me in a nice hotel, man. It's real nice. Oh, Dios mío! Let's see what the boys have to say! Hey, guys. Welcome to the Lunch Boys Podcast. Where the boys are enjoying some takoyaki. And, uh... Ah. <laughs> That's a Just joke. kidding. There is no takoyaki in the building. I just learned what but that we is. I'd like to try some takoyaki. You can get some actually right down the street from where I used to live. Oh, yeah, takoyaki. We should try it, guys. I think that that should be on our to-do list. Yeah, it's it's this restaurant. They sell like Asian fried chicken, and uh, I've had it. It's not bad. They've got some fried rice in there and stuff like that too. And uh, they also serve takoyaki, also known oh. as octopus dumplings. Also known as octopus balls. Hoda! <laughs> they are not literal octopus balls, but they're balls with octopus in them. They're yes. balls of octopus, not octopus of balls. Right. <laughs> or something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or, or they're ball. They're what? <laughs> yeah. They're uh, balls of octopus, but they are not balls of an octopus yeah there we go that's what there i there we go yeah that yeah. was the prepositional phrase we were looking for yes <laughs> i approve so yeah uh today on the lunch boys there's a lot of funny stuff on the internet right now uh ryan is always just incessantly sending us tweets from his feed and it's pretty what hilarious this one comes from uh axios.com uh which is I think specifically it's the Charlotte branch because I think Axios is like a a national thing. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. Charlotte Agenda, you know, Turned got into bought Axios, by them or yeah. something. Yeah, because the girl who like started Charlotte Agenda left and, you know, if you're from Charlotte, you know all this stuff. But it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> the, the article says, Scoop, inside a crowded border control, patrol tent in Donna, Texas. And there's literally pictures of children in, like, these little quarantine tarper downer, tarpy, clear tarp, like, shower curtain looking things. Yeah. With, like, tinfoil blankets. Yeah. <laughs> Not actual tinfoil, but, like, the thermal blankets. And they're, like, laying on these little cots and stuff like that. And there's... I can see in this picture, it looks like there's a tiny TV screen in the corner with some video games. And I'm like, man, we treat migrant children so well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Under the Biden administration, there wouldn't... I mean, if there was Trump, there wouldn't have been video games, you know? Like, do you know that meme of... And if it was Obama, there would have been more bombs, so... Or I was just about to say, do you know the meme when it's like when a Republican's in office and it's just a drone strike, and then it's like when a Democrat's in office and it's a drone strike with like a gay pride flag on the back mm-hmm. of it? It, well, yeah. This is the same exact thing, except plus blankets. <laughs> like other than that, it's it's arguably even worse because now they're they've got those like plastic sheets up, which I'm sure do something that is less comfortable than chain link fence. At least there's some circulation of air. Potentially. Wasn't the AOC that visited there and was like, I cannot believe the conditions that these no, children are never, drinking no, water out of the toilet. Donald Trump's administration is putting these children in cages. I'm like, well, now the guy that, well, actually, I shouldn't make too much fun of AOC because she was the only lady Hawk. with balls um, besides oh, Michelle that's Obama very at the DNC. Um, 
<laughs> because she said, I would like to make my nomination for Bernie Sanders. And that was, I've never respected AOC except mm-hmm. for that one moment and in it history was, it was when she said, I am speech. not going with the establishment. Yeah, she, yeah. She, I she was only it. like three minutes and she was just like, eat it. And I was like, oh, all right. All right. Uh, I love that even, so much. I was like, you know what, AOC? Even better, uh, <laughs> not only did she go down there, she didn't really. <laughs> Do you remember the... Uh, 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 photo shoot of her next to like the gate or whatever yeah, 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 and she's yeah. sitting there like crying in this also by the way like $5,000 pantsuit uh-huh. uh, and and then like the pictures came out and she's crying in front of like an empty parking lot or whatever it was and it's like oh <laughs> <laughs> the rich and powerful need to pay even though I make six figures of money from poor people and also yeah. like, the, the fact that her one of her sound bites was that people were drinking water out of toilets but it's one of those like dual units that you see in like prison shows where like the top part has a fountain and the bottom part is the toilet and like that was her really yeah and like you you know (laughs) and like that always blew my mind and like (laughs) i was like this person uh, supposedly works for the government and she doesn't understand what she's doing to citizens regularly because that's what people in penitentiaries are dealing with Erday. Yeah, I mean, she's mm-hmm. pretty good about not throwing people in cages for stupid things, except for, you know, not paying taxes. Yeah, right. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, which is kind of her whole thing, so actually, never mind. Maybe she's not good at not throwing people in, in prison. Uh, you know, an interesting nugget in this article that I thought was really interesting was... Uh, and Axios, by the way, historically, formerly Charlotte Agenda, whatever. I don't know about Axios, the national brand, but I know that Charlotte Agenda, generally speaking, is like pretty left leaning, right? So, oh, it's like not, most media, yay! Yeah, it, it's pretty left leaning. So it's not. This is not like some Republican thing that's like, oh, we got the new scoop. Like it's not like that. And there's an interesting point here where it says. Uh, that these photos are rare because the Biden administration, I quote, the Biden administration has restricted media coverage at housing facilities. Images like these offer a rare window into conditions. So I'm like, time out. When Trump was president and we caught wind of this, the left lost their ever loving mind. Compared to I Hitler mean, again. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the Hitler comparisons, the uh, the 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 concentration camp comparisons you were dealing with stuff like there was that one tweet ryan that you sent over to us that one time with that girl that said that um and i think we put it on our our personal pages not too long ago but anyway it said that like the trumpet no administration should get to eat while children are are caged Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. in cages and it's just like the left was freaking the freak out never mind the fact that that whole time people like us before we had a podcast at the time were preaching yes this is not good but Obama built these cages, so we need to be mad about the whole story, not just because Trump's president, if we're mad about it. It's okay to be mad about it, but the whole story is like, if it's wrong for kids to be in cages, it doesn't matter who the president is. Yeah. Um, otherwise, kids in cages are convenient. But I digress. And so now we've got Biden in office. Who, who would have thought politicians using brown kids as cannon fodder? <laughs> what? That doesn't sound like them. I thought like that was them. their favorite pastime. <laughs> nah. I don't know. Especially when the president's like brown, am I right? Hey. Whoa. <laughs> it's because uh, he doesn't want to get caught a white supremacist, so he just shoots his own. Yeah, it, it's like that. Uh, remember when Obama was like, <laughs> if I had a if I had a son, he would look a lot like Trayvon. And it's like he could also look a lot like a Somali, <laughs> but you don't seem to mind. You know, George Zimmer, George Zimmermanning them over there all the time. Oh yeah, he's that's yeah. a hard one to get through. By the way. George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. 
George Zimmer Manning. Yeah. That's the, it's like Peyton Manning, you know? But yeah. Instead, he, <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, this is something that, like, I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily want to say. So, we've got these kids in cages, right? Which is not good, right? But yeah. also, it's such a dire situation on the border. And the, the Texas towns, for example, are just like going bankrupt. Then also, I saw footage of these investigative journalists on the border with cameras into Mexico, and there are literal gunfights that last an hour long using mm-hmm. military grade weaponry. Like, it is what a. What does that mean, by the way? I think it's like grenades, 40 millimeter grenades, heavy machine guns. Okay. Like, like literal, not assault rifles. Yeah, I just want to make sure you <laughs> define that because, like, for example, we saw that tweet today where it's like military-grade weapons can now all of a sudden mean a pistol, too. So I just want to make sure you yeah, that's a side define off. that. Because even now, like, people say, like, oh, there's a, just there's a super side note. Sorry, Henry, to no, you're good. you. But, like, uh, they'll say, like, oh, this shooting was committed with a semi-automatic weapon. It's like, well, all guns, unless it's, like, a bolt action or something, for the most part, are semi-automatics. Like, any pistol you buy, if you don't have to recock the weapon in between rounds that you fire, it Very is a semi-automatic. So they say stuff like that to make people go, oh, my gosh, a semi-automatic was out in the streets. That's most guns. Matter of fact, most mm-hmm. of the guns you still want to keep, if, even if you're the hardest, like one of the harder uh, gun control people, are still semi-automatic weapons. So it's just important to define terms because a lot of people sublet them for things that aren't true. So thanks, there are these... Reagan, for banning yeah. our automatic weapons. I know that's upsetting. Except I think you can have one if it was manufactured in '84 or earlier. Or I, I just looked up. I think it's '86. Oh. I think you can get like a permit too to own them. But yeah, it's, it's like a government rigmarole oh, to get approved it's like, to buy one legally. It's like thirty k, incredibly expensive. Yeah, it's like thirty k, and then the gun is also like massively expensive because it's you know banned, so it's rarer artificially. Uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Again, thanks Reagan. But so sorry, Henry. <laughs> no, you're good. So just to give like context to it, because it's not like we're playing Pokemon Go and collecting children and putting them in camps. Right? Is that not? I don't think so. And actually, I don't know if you guys pay attention to Project Veritas at all. Yeah. Which, for anyone listening, they're whistleblowers, I guess. Kind of yeah. investigative reporters. Guerrilla journalists is what yeah, they call they're, themselves. They're, they're, they're guys that will put cameras on people that work at companies and leak the footage of producers saying banana stuff like for example one of my favorites was when a cnn producer was caught on tape saying yeah we don't have any uh evidence at all that trump is colluding with russia but ratings are going through the roof so we're just going to run with it it's like yeah "Ah, thanks news (laughs) so they posted on james o'keefe's who's i guess the the guy that started it on his instagram these screenshots of leaked dhs emails that this migrant caravan was going to be getting to the border by March 30th or like that time period. So I don't even know what to make of that as far as geopolitical relations goes, because I think they're coming from Central America. And yeah. I think if they're refugees, the adjacent country is supposed to take you in, right? Or it's it's the first you're supposed to stop in the first country that offers you asylum. Right. So and it's if, fascinating. If the, if the next one was also like a nightmare, then you didn't have to stop there. But the people, I, I know the last time this was in the news, the people who were coming had like six offers on the way and they were like, we want the exactly. US. <laughs> and they just kept going. And so it's weird because it feels a little bit organized. Biden made those statements where 
basically he was inviting everybody to come to America. And then also he has, uh, I think, a an idea of giving amnesty to, I forget how many millions of people. Uh, 11, I believe. And given, I don't want to get us banned off of YouTube for the episode that goes there, but given the amount of irregularities, let's call them, <laughs> it yeah. is a little sus because they're also trying to make it so that you don't need any ID to vote. So it seems like there could potentially be ulterior motives. Yeah. But and especially because the migrants are coming in, a lot of them are testing positive with COVID, and I thought that was the plague. I thought that's why we shut down the world for a year, but this is fine. Right? Yeah. Did you see mm-hmm. that picture of like the uh, if I had to guess it was 50 of them? like kneeled down like in a praying stance almost with shirts that said uh like let us in biden or biden let us in or whatever and all of them had it it's like oh you're funded by somebody like where did those right? shirts come from homie <laughs> yeah i don't think that they were knitting yeah. those you on got the enough way money to buy a shirt but anyway with yeah p- like, personal custom prints hey if that was uh, u.s and union made like the democrats tell us everything should be that's like a 40 dollar shirt and this is i heard this clip today <laughs> it was on abc uh, and I guess the reporter's name is Martha Raditz. And it's funny because she asks this illegal alien, which supposedly we're not allowed to say that phrase anymore. That's like not PC. But I don't know what else to call them because well, they you're didn't supposed to come sue, use legally. people first language. So it's not a <laughs> mentally challenged person. It's a person with mental disabilities. Or instead of illegal alien, it is an, a person who is an undocumented migrant. I've heard some people say undocumented worker, and I'm like, that's giving a lot of them a lot of credit. That's, yeah. <laughs> By the way. A lot of work going on in those camps, right? Whoa. I'm saying work specifically. Work makes you free, right? Is that, is that how the phrase goes? I'm specifically saying Whoa. I've seen people say that the people in the camps are undocumented oh, workers, and way. it's like, are you, at, like, do you not know what words mean? Like, Before if you want to I... say an undocumented worker when they're in the country, like, that's semantically and technically correct, but the people in the camps aren't doing anything. There's video games in the corner. Like, they're not doing anything. There's <laughs> video games in um, the corner. Before, before I get to this A, BC thing though i did hear another clip that this just reminded me of of the press secretary saying and we have a final solution i mean uh we have a did solution really? yeah and i was just like ah, if uh McEnany or whatever her name was if she had said something like that Sean like, Spicer. it would have been <laughs> game over oh i feel yeah, like it would be like oh so the hitler comparisons we were making weren't enough and first of all no they weren't but if if McEnany had come out and said we have a final solution for the pro- uh, problem at the border, maybe the Hitler uh, comparisons would Which, make like, a little bit of sense. I understand. Like, that's just a slip up and it's whatever. But talk about double standards and it just drives me up the wall. So but also, Biden said the N-word. Sa- what? Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. And, and nobody just cared. pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. This, He's super uh, eager. He's super eager. What can he say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this this undocumented human Wait, person. Real, real fast. Speaking of Biden gaffes, I got reminded of one today. Do you remember when he was at some Hispanic conference or whatever, and he played Despacito over the microphone? And it was so awkward, dude. I forgot that happened, and then I saw it again. I was like, "Holy hell!" Like this is the. Oh, I also. It was like the office level cringe, but none of the humor. <laughs> Oh, and especially because he does like a little shuffle along with it yeah, as if he was a mannequin. It is so awkward. Yeah, it looks like uh, me dancing. It's really funny. I just got a email because uh, I, I get these like newsletter reports of like breaking news or whatever. And mm-hmm. it turns out 
illegal immigrants, or as we like to say, the the humans that came here legally, but not at all. Uh, they are to receive four point <laughs> three eight billion in stimulus checks, <laughs> and like thirty percent of small businesses are closed. <laughs> Thanks. And, and they're also when we're, while you bring up uh, you know fiscal irresponsibility on people who don't deserve and aren't entitled to any. We're spending eighty six million dollars on hotel rooms for migrants because the cage problem is such a thing. Aren't we spending money on homeless people too? Uh, the homeless thing, uh, I, I almost fact, understand. That in Charlotte right now, they're the citizens, City. and I, I just feel as though yeah. there, there, like a lot of homeless people are disenfranchised from the system. A lot of them pay taxes at some point. They are our culture, and we're trying to take care of them. Now we're talking about people from we don't exactly know where, with COVID, no less, and who haven't paid into the system. Yeah, and and we're gonna destroy our dollar in the process. It seems irresponsible to me, but what do I know? Um, going Clearly back, nothing. <laughs> going back to this ABC. Ask anybody thing. from church. Oh yeah. What? For real. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, that's a whole thing. So uh, ABC's Martha Statism is ugly. Oh, Alice. sorry. Please, please, please. You've been trying to tell us this point. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so she's talking to an illegal alien, which is a phrase that I am not allowed to say, but that's how it is in front of me right now, right? Mm-hmm. And she asks, "Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president?" And the guy says, definitely not. She says, did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? And he says, basically, basically, man. Uh, Hilarious. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's one. And like what I hate is I'm not even like hostile to the open borders argument. But the way they're handling it, like, you know, whatever side of the issue you're on and like whatever, even if you're a closed border guy, kids in cages is legitimately a problem. But like, leave it yeah, to the government to, to take an issue that is relatively black and white, you know, close them or open them. And then just to fumble Which, it like they are. Jesus Christ. I, I, I think there's a lot of economic data to show that open borders is a is an economic net benefit for a country. And there, there's a book that actually just came out called Wretched really? Refuse by Ben Powell um, that goes over like all of the typical, you know, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, typical like objections like, you know, they're going to turn a state blue. They're going to, you know, take their jobs. They're going to depress, depress wages in an area. goes through all of them and all of its BS. But then you have like other things like 4.3 billion or whatever going in stimulus checks. And uh, you've got the issues like in Europe, which which country was it? Sweden. Just, and they said that oh, they're only oh, going to no. allow 30 percent. That was uh, Denmark or Norway. I forget. But I want, I, Norway feels more correct. But it, it's one continue. of those Viking countries. And, and they were going to say that neighborhoods could have or needed a 70% Western origin, like population, essentially. Um, and it's because it's been a disaster there for like the yeah. last decade of yes. just allowing all of the migrants from Africa go yeah. straight up. Uh, and uh, the Middle East also. Uh, Syria was a big net exporter of people. Oh, yeah, I, I, I consider that like North Africa. Is oh, okay. that not accurate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's I, a big uh, continent. I, it just always gets talked about in two different. Maybe I actually have no idea. <laughs> Henry, I need you to do some basic geography. Oh my god! 
What do you need? What do you need me to do? <laughs> Hold on, sir. <laughs> like Egypt, uh, right? Like that's considered Middle Eastern, and that's the northern part of Africa. Um, yep, northeastern Africa. So bingo. Uh, yeah. it, it depends on the country. Yes. Which is funny because okay. I think like Turkey is now considered part of Europe, or at least it's in the European yeah. Union, and that gets confusing. Yeah. All right, I need y'all to do some math for me real quick. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, this is between 2011 and 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay, five years. Five years. That's five years. <laughs> <laughs> what is this laugh, Ryan? <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. You sound like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so actually, I'm going to do between 2012 and 2016. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, okay, so 400. Ready? You guys ready? I need to break a calculator out for me. I'm doing right, it all mental. My computer went up. Let's do it. Okay, 409,849. Hold up, that was a big number i definitely thought it was just gonna be 400 something yeah. <laughs> maybe i'm not doing it mentally 400 409,800 and what 49 849 yeah okay uh hang on hang on hang on okay 52,935 oh and what are we doing with these numbers are we adding them or are we adding we're just oh, yep. okay next all right, Ryan's got this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Subtract 52,935. I found the total number, sorry. Subtract 52,935. Uh-huh. Okay. Brings us back to the original number. Yeah, we Add 133,551. Yeah. Okay, next is 486,651. Got it? Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Add 235,413. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more. Add 240,255. Yeah, now what is this number? <laughs> so how, what's the number we got? Uh, it, 1.5, like almost on the dot. It's like 1,505,000. You mean one million five hundred thousand and something? So it's one point five million, like on the dot, basically. Okay, so that's how many people in the last four years of Obama were deported by ICE, according to the ICE statistics of ICE.gov. So here's what we're gonna do next. So keep that number for me. Hang on to it. Like send it in the chat or something, so we don't forget. Okay. Type it in the chat. <laughs> Type it in the chat. Amen. Amen. If God's using you in the chat, you know because. Are you a thumbs up kind of guy or are you a praise hands kind of guy? Eggplant <laughs> Send it in the chat. Send it in the chat. <laughs> Send your eggplant emoji if you know God's got something good for you. Oh! <laughs> I wish. <laughs> we got blessings on blessings. <laughs> That's right. That's what pastors... Never mind. I can't keep going with this joke. I'm gonna, never going to play certain places ever again. Uh... <laughs> They'll be like, you remember that Instagram page that you have? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, okay, so add this. 240,255. It's already lower. Okay. 
Uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> oh, this is so annoying because they do each report like slightly different. Well, all right, we'll come uh, back to 2017. We'll come back to that one. All right. <laughs> you say so. You're kind of stacking the deck in Trump's odds, though, so let our <laughs> bias be known. <laughs> all right, let's see here. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, 256,086. Yeah. And... Hang on. Watch the Lunch Boys become accountants. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, guys. I should have had, like, found On this episode of the Lunch of Boys, we're thinking a lot. But they changed the freaking... Okay. 267,258. Okay. Yeah. Let me see here. I just need to find one more number and then we're good to go. See, this is why people listen to the Lunch Boys because you know they we're we're actually trying here. Yeah. We're actually <laughs> trying. Doing okay. my best. It's not helping me out here. Oh, oh, here we go. 2017, 105,000. Slow. Uh, seven hundred and thirty-six. Oh, what's the number? Uh, eight hundred and sixty-nine. Nice thousand. Okay, <laughs> now, uh, help me out here, or you know, listeners, give me just a little bit of grace here because I'm pulling these numbers from very confusing government reports where they can't just format it the same ways so you can easily. Oh, 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 oh. What, what number did I just give you? Difference is six hundred and thirty k ish. Uh, one hundred and five. Uh, seven thirty-six. Subtract that, add this, and we're good to go. I found it. Subtract 105, uh, 736, and add what? 226,119. Oh, so it's 989,000. So, you know, okay. it's 510 difference. So 515, my bad. And it was four sets of numbers, right, for the, for the first one. Mm-hmm. And this was four set of numbers, okay? So that means during Obama's presidency... Based on the removals of the ICE.gov website, Obama deported 1.5 million people to Trump's 900,000. So e- that, now I'm just pulling. Well, the granted, remo- one's eight years versus. No, no, no. Yeah, it was four. I only pulled Obama's last four years. Oh snap! All right. I only I did that on purpose because I knew that was the okay. first thing that some yeah, liberal yeah, yeah, cuck yeah, would yeah. say, and I ain't oh, trying to mess oh, with you right oh, now. Oh, oh, so, wow. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, Henry, <laughs> shut up, dude. Shut up. <laughs> it's I a, did this right. It's a, so, a 1,058 people a day, by the so way. So what's really interesting with that, though, is you've got Obama, this president that we love, who built the cages at the border, who was much softer on immigration, helped us with Obamacare, making sure that undocumented immigrants could get, you know, Medicare and Medicaid, all the access to health care, all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, under Donald Trump, he actually deported, or at least under his administration, because some people give the president too much freaking credit, and it's just one man. Yeah. Um, under his administration, Wrong. it was <laughs> 600,000 less, roughly, people that he deported in four years as president. Mm-hmm. Well, you see... It actually, just tells me that the entire narrative is just like... Hold up. Let's be realistic about this issue. So what happened there was there was less illegals to deport because Trump was making it such an awful country that nobody wanted to come here anymore. 
Okay. It yeah, is. Tell that to the caravans. It is Hold interesting, on. though. <laughs> they wanted to come though. and actually make America great again. They, they, they were true patriots, and Obama had to get rid of all of the Bushites. I would say this, though. It appears as though it's... Biden has given, like, an open invitation, whereas Trump was pretty adamant about, if, if you want to come here, you need to come legally. Yeah. Okay. Legally. So obviously, like, there is a. And you better be smart, no dumbasses. They're sending <laughs> their words. You better have a college degree and no visa for you. They're, excuse me. Excuse me. They're sending their worst. Um. So please I, define infinitesimal. <laughs> you're out. Goodbye. So I. I want. I, I feel as though like there, that has to have a heavy influence, right? You're not going to come here if you know you're going to get sent back. It has to have some. Right, right, but something six hundred thousand, bro. Yeah, like what? What is that? Like almost thirty percent, ish. And by the way, Obama outwardly or 40, it wasn't near actually. as covered in the news. It wasn't near as covered in the news, but Obama outwardly in speeches and stuff like that, he was very pro legal immigration. His his foreign policy as the, far as immigration was actually not much different than Trump's. Mm-hmm. The only difference was he would just say, "We need Americans to care about making sure that we fix the problem at the border." And that's as much as he would say. Both parties, Trump would say, by the way, I think we need to cut this down. Yeah. And like, we're getting a lot of criminals in and he's saying we're getting like MS-13, blah, blah, blah. So the the coverage of that was different. Criminals and rapists. The idea was very much the same as far as how they approached immigration. They both wanted to limit legal, uh, illegal immigration. They wanted people to come in legally. They wanted people to get jobs, like all that kind of stuff. So a lot of that, again, has to do with media spin, amplifying Trump's negative comments about and like, by the way, if, I sound a little bit like a Trump apologist today. I've said multiple times on the podcast, he's a dirty trash can full of poop. I just think it's funny that the media is right. It's worth if we noting, want to talk about, oh. I just real quick, it's worth yeah. noting that literally the media narrative and leftist narrative switched on Trump because I, I remember seeing a montage of like first Bush, Clinton, second Bush, Obama, all saying how we have to take the border seriously mm-hmm. and be stringent on not having the border get overwhelmed and all this kind of stuff and that it's irresponsible and blah, blah, blah. And now 180 degrees, they're like Fauci and they just flip the script. Worth noting. And, and like, if you want any evidence on like the Orwellian nature of it all, um, look at what they're calling it. You know, there there was a, it went from you know kids in cages and that was like the go-to phrase for everybody to you know which by the way they're predominantly boys in this one like the leaked photos for some reason yeah, the, which the, i just thought that was odd the girls don't well, they make probably it. separate uh, the boys and the girls uh but i think like predominantly it was like male kids which i don't know are we allowed to say male kids are you still allowed to say that <laughs> i forget you gotta I let forget. them decide they, man there are boys who are presenting as the stereotypical gender, I thought it's illegal to present your boyness in public, but I don't know. It's just me. But that might change. They might be trans. <laughs> they go to California, which most of them are uh, beautiful and brave. Um, but it went from kids in cages uh, being the thing to what? What is it now? The migrant minor detention facility or the migrant detention facility? And, and like it's the same FEMA camps. Like, like we said, it's the same thing plus a blanket. So to make it they go use from the like, camps. Yeah. So to <laughs> pretend like it was a a, a flip from uh, uh, kids in cages to just a detention facility because there's a new blanket is a weak argument at best. Um, oh yeah. And then if you look at like. There have been dozens of times where left-leaning protesters have, like, stormed a Capitol building. It's not been nearly as violent, but it's, like, a powerful symbol of, like, populism or whatever when they do it. 
and when Trump's people do it, and the only person who you know gets shot is one of the ah! protesters, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and like the cops died or whatever, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's an insurrection. By, and people are saying, getting hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, but then it turns out that that was complete nonsense and that no weapons were confiscated during the thing of supposed violent insurrection. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm still kind of indifferent on what happened on January 6th, except for the way they're trying to spin it as, like, there have been multiple media reports saying that this is, like, the new 9-11, and it's going to go down in history. Yeah, I heard about that. Dude, I already have forgotten about it most days, and it happened, like, 9-11 was a lot worse. I think about 9-11, like, once a week at least. To be fair, both of them caused by the federal government, so let's just take a second Uh... and, uh... This one, not as armed Man. and funded, though. CIA assets. Yeah, I'm not. Abo- oh. I'm not above that conspiracy. Uh, I'm not above it. But like the the media is shameless in how they'll take the same issue and just depending on who's doing it and, and like what the issue is, which is like oh yeah, it, oh, yeah. like to, to to say that that's a standard because like if literal Nazis stormed a courthouse but were like peaceful about it the same way like fight for 15 people are or whatever you could, could criticize one and not the other so it's kind of a slippery argument to, to say but like it, it it's just weak on there's, this particular one you know uh the lauren bobert i don't she's not really a household name yet but she's the girl that when Bo was running for president said he's like i'm gonna take the guns and she said hell no yeah and then she uh, open carries in the capitol building oh oh that <laughs> was she lady there? no, yeah, no yeah, she, yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah. she was there but she had caused like an issue uh before because she was open carrying uh, like in the halls of congress or whatever and people were like you shouldn't need that in the halls of congress i'm like if you need it anywhere in the halls of congress, the halls of congress. <laughs> is, is where you need it do you know what those people There's do a lot of people that would like to get get you and some, some, yeah. and some of the lefties were saying that they felt like their life was in danger because she was walking around with it it's like good like maybe <laughs> oh yeah uh, and by the way, the Constitution is constructed in such a way that if you do the wrong thing, your life, sh- like, you're supposed to feel that way as a congressperson. Just by, just by the way. Yeah. Um, just FYI. Like, a, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, just like on the migrant thing, before I forget. Yes. Other leaked DHS, which that's Department of Homeland Security emails, uh-huh. Insider provides new email detailing how federal government is observing illegal activities at the border, quote unquote, large groups utilized as a distraction for illicit traffic. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So, okay, la cocaína. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, si, para las personas sh- en Miami. Si, <laughs> le gusta I mean, la cocaína. I didn't know he I knew mean, Spanish like that. That was like, impressive. All. <laughs> really? I didn't You've know never done that I used before. to be conversational. I used to be like <laughs> really? confident that if you dropped me in a country, I could buy a house and live wow. But I, I'm not that good now. I the best I've ever been at any non-English language is like past the ninth grade test, and that's I, it. I, I Dude, think... that's where my Spanish is now. I just still have the accent, like not the accent, as in like a stereotypical Hispanic person. I mean, like literally, like pronouncing words properly. Yeah. If and you drop me off in well. Dublin, like I'd be screwed. You know, like that's that's really where I'm at. If you drop me point. off in Miami, I'd be screwed. Like anywhere <laughs> with a slightly different accent than where I'm at yeah. right now, I'm kind of in trouble. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was strange because like there was a period of time where my personal thoughts would sometimes fluctuate into Spanish. Like if I was speaking to someone in Spanish, I would be thinking about my day in my head in Spanish. It's really that was the best I ever was at Spanish. That that is a 
skill like being bilingual to that degree is something that if i could snap my fingers and do it if i had one wish like a realistic one that would be it uh really that's a low bar <laughs> yeah like, it's you can't like no it's actually pretty like, or, i guess like <laughs> like, like limited cool. if your wishes were limited like here's a skill to learn or, or like you can't wish for a billion dollars or more wishes or whatever if it was like to take two years of effort or progress and just like get it instantly, I would. It would I would be prefer being language. able to make burgers like Jake makes burgers. I would that, take that, that over. Is, that's fair. Being bilingual. That that does make me speak in tongues. Even so. though technically I am bilingual. <laughs> oh, but, Ryan, that's very spiritual of you. You yeah, know, look at you. Look, look, I I hang out. Yo, I can cook some beef though. I'm not gonna lie. That's, I'll say it on the true. podcast. Very, very I true. Cook, very for I real. can cook some beef. True. <laughs> but anyway, I, I brought up that email just with because... lefties and. How? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not just like a this issue of people that don't want the migrants to come are mean, right? That people are heartless for not mm-hmm. wanting to share their country or workforce or whatever. There are actual real dangers in allowing this kind of stuff to happen. Not to mention it destroys like infrastructure what, in these Henry? towns. Like what? Uh, I think he just had a whole thing in Spanish. I didn't understand it, but I think that's what the point was. Oh, sorry right? about cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how yeah. people in Miami and in Charlotte, coincidentally, hey! do, a lot of, do a lot of cocaine. That booger sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and El Bongo. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again. Yeah, I, so, I mean... El Bongo de los Americanos. Also known as B of A. What? Huh? 2008. What? Huh? What? 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 Henry, please read your point. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, like, that that was really it. Like, the other emails that were leaked basically are saying that the the caravan that's forming uh, at a pace not seen since uh, 2018, I guess, with that last caravan, and, like, that was really iffy as to how they got financed, how they got up here. Why was it that Mexico, there were certain towns in Mexico that weren't letting them stay? And I feel like the average, especially here in America, it's going to become this social issue again where left versus right. But I wish that people that want, that think that they're sympathetic, they should kind of think to themselves, well, why didn't these Mexican cities let them in or let them stay? Because they're racist wrong? too. Oh, it must be, right? Uh, this mm. could, I mean, it could actually have colossal consequences, you know? And I think more than anything, and like this, I don't have anything to bag up what I'm about to say. Bag I, up. I am, and like the the founding fathers were super big on this too, about having a pretty- Bunch of racists. Yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, but- uh, <laughs> But the founding fathers were a big fan of the idea of like very limited immigration because liberty is such a specific culture and needs to be like inculcated specifically with liberty in mind, you know, and if you let a lot of not liberty loving people in, it can ruin the culture. And so out of my own selfish desires, uh, if we're not importing libertarians, I'm skeptical. As as long as voting is a thing, I'm skeptical. And what's fascinating that... People who are legal but, but, immigrants uh, from like, these same countries are also saying that we shouldn't let these illegal immigrants in. Uh, yeah, and, well, they and like there, there's you know, a, did the right thing, and they don't right. want. They think it's unfair and reasonably so to have to go through and doing it the right way. Yeah, and pay taxes. Yeah, 
and to see these other Which people take advantage. It's, it's like, you know, it's like the, well, uh, you know, I don't think taxes are theft, but you know what I mean. It, it, right? It's like the, the college uh, loan forgiveness thing. It's like the people who paid it are like, hey, I just, I was paying for my student loan and taxes. And now all of a sudden I'm paying for other people's student loans with more taxes. So it's the same sort of thing. But like, like I mentioned, I'm very sympathetic and even like supportive of the idea of open borders because I think it's economically beneficial. But from like a societal standpoint, which I kind of hate arguing from that point of view because society is fake. Uh, <laughs> but from that point of view, it, it, Ryan, you're so much more anarchist than me and Henry. Well, which, which I is feel funny. Like, I, I, I feel like I'm anti-state until I talk to Ryan, and then I realize I'm still a status cuck. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's funny because, like, the society, like your family is a society. Your it's a community. Association, it's but a community. It's a society. Like, this is, the idea of like a societal good. It's like you have no idea what's good for me. Like, don't don't speak on my behalf on anything because you have no idea what I'm talking about or what I'm thinking but about. We've well, oh, so but like I, I would agree with that. We make communities well, within society, ourselves. Society has like a, I don't even know what the proper word would be, but like a hard noun of something that you can point to is ridiculous. The idea of that is absurd. And the like the idea that we should aim to, you know, for the societal good when that's so subjective. Like if one person disagrees, then the societal good doesn't exist. Yeah, but I guess on the, on the flip side, the, the reason why society... It's an abstract idea, but it is this kind of thing that you agree into because you like it. I guess we've gotten from a status point of view, we've gotten but into you, this. We've we've been forced into a, a society that we don't like. But you could have a society that you do like. Like I get it. I understand why right, that could be a thing. But both of which are compulsory and and without consent. By no, nature. not just. Or I, I was what, I was merely what do you mean speaking of it in in the idea of outside of the abstract sort of thought process of it like people talk about society like it's a tangible thing and it's not oh well i guess they they call it like a human society for one and then they try to make put like national identities around it which is kind of a 20th century construct anyway and like all it is really is just people saying oh well if i can make it sound like everyone's on my side then i can buy people's support or like fake people's support um you know with it and then make my thing seem a lot more popular than it is because it's for the societal good man like how could you but we i think we're we're kind of struck with a different version of society than let's say someone from the middle ages the yeah so and i guess i'm looking at it more from like a i think we're principle talking past each other yeah i mean like exactly obviously i'm not denying that the idea of societies exist but i'm saying yeah and i I think society literally and i think you're taking it applied to like today i'm I'm taking it from the standpoint of where people talk about society as like a, an institution that needs to be uh, like that right. can't be changed or like molded or you know any number of things and again the thing you always hear is for the societal good and it's like sure. ah, that's a, i mean no. that's a slightly <laughs> different perception but i feel like people are skewing it from what it originally was meant yeah it, it, and i'm a stickler for rules. conversation is getting so freaking autistic it, it's basically it's <laughs> what lefties do it's what lefties do is take words that mean one thing and just and change then, it then when it sounds yeah. nice change it but so like i i think i was arguing what, what's the difference um connotatively i think you were saying a society in the sense of like a a state run set of of behaviors that people adhere to no i'm saying like specifically a tangible thing and like concrete thing 
Right, that would be a tangible, concrete thing. Would but be e- a even if it was like system a, by which people behave, even if it was an anarchist society, there's no such thing as like a. a well, that, but that's like, the I, di- I think differentiation. I think for you is because it can't be tangible if unless there's a state. Society is meaningless other than maybe for like a, a lot of culture. People. Yeah, unless there's a state, society is nothing. I mean, so, potentially. And then Henry, I think, is kind of advocating for the idea of a community which can exist without a state. Oh, I, I'm, I'm saying, like, specifically society is not a thing that has, you like... You can't have an economy on an island, Ryan. Oh, no, my God. We're, we're, arguing, <laughs> we're arguing past each other. A, yes, you can. B, we're arguing past each other. Also, Which the Fed is a on. solely private entity. Um, wait, say that again? What I was going to read earlier... <laughs> did, wait, did we, did we ever tell the listeners what happened that night? Did no, we tell them in any prior episodes? Something happened. That is and, hilarious. And like, Basically, we I, argued I for up, like three oh, hours. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we argued for three hours as to whether or not you can have an economy on an island. That's, but we were, that's, was that the that's end? Not oh, what, that. That is not what the argument was. It was saying, is one person on an island economics? Ah, because uh, one person it, on we, an island is most definitely an economy. And we, we spiraled out of control based off of we, that. And it was the most like minute detail it uh, was conversation like I've ever had. Yeah, and it, it was amazing. Because like the argument is, is super dumb. But then as soon as we realized, like, <laughs> do you mean that? It was like, yeah. yeah, did you mean this the whole time? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Oh, Even though, uh, upon further reflection, I don't even know if I do agree anymore. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my. That's being awesome. friends with you two is mind numbing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so good. Oh, I love it. What else? The the tweet I was going to read about twenty minutes ago uh, was that Laura Bobart Bobert lady. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then uh, you know, classic. Uh, Autism spectrum awareness yeah. month over here. What can uh, I say? I told Ryan the other day. I said to him, "No, seriously, I think you're on the spectrum." And he says, "Me too." Yeah, <laughs> true news. Somewhere on it. I mean, it's uh, no, a no, spectrum. No, 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 not like that spectrum. No, 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 no. There's a point at which they start diagnosing you. Like I think you. <laughs> I, I, I'm like a really functional on the spectrum. Yeah, you're high functioning. You know, but like back in the day, they would have called relatively. you Asperger's. Back in the day. Potentially. Just a little less, less mean sometimes. Now I'm taking me away from this dang tweet I want to read. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> so Lauren Boebert, some of what she says is basically just right wing, like, status cuckery. Yeah. But um, she t- tweeted this thing. It was kind of interesting. She says, so Biden is spending $86 uh, billion, $86 million, $86 million to purchase hotel rooms for 120,000 illegal alien families for six months. By that math, I think he's doing around three hundred and ninety-five dollars a night per room. How much? So I guess that three hundred and ninety-five dollars. Wow. And then she says, she says, how many of you have stayed in a three hundred and ninety-five dollar a night hotel room? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, she makes a valid point, but I would bet money that they're feeding these people. That, that's actually the top comment under it because I saw it too, and it was like, well, that actually includes food too. I'm like. Okay, then two hundred bucks a night for the hotel plus room service and, and yeah, like room service with steaks. <gasps> what are they drinking like, what are from we, the are... mini fridge? Like <laughs> yeah, so okay, so it's either a two hundred dollar hotel room with a hundred fifty dollars in food a day, or it's a three hundred dollar hotel room with sixty dollars of food a day. Either way, it's much nicer than most citizens are living at the moment. 
Yeah, especially post COVID. The top comment right now is every child uh, held in prisons by the Trump administration costs seven hundred and fifty dollars a night. Your point, and this is so great. This is so great. So that means it doesn't matter. The cost doesn't matter. The fact that they're in cages doesn't matter. Did you see? Although uh, I would be real jealous if I was in a cage and I knew other people were really nice. Right. Uh, what, but, well, that's what I'm saying is like, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Did you, know? did you see uh, Tucker Carlson's yeah. clip that went semi-viral? Uh, he was talking about the, the stimulus package or whatever. And I was like, if we're just going to print money for everything, what's the yeah, point of taxation yeah, 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 yeah. at this point? Like, why why tax? Well, when you, when you say it, you have to do it with a confused face. Or, uh, is yeah, this yeah. the moneta- modern monetary theory we've been hearing about? Modern monetary theory. Now that's something Stephanie Kelton's been on for quite a second. But what is it really? Oh, I brought perfect. in this expert to ask, hey, is this some bullshit? It's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tucker. I'll see you next time. What's the point of taxation? Absolutely. God bless you. What's he say? He always says something like that. Oh, I forget. But like, he was basically saying, what's the point of taxation oh, if we're just going to print amen. money? He always says, amen. Amen. Oh, yeah. Uh, like that. And Amen. a woman, and uh, uh, nobody has a great answer for that. Uh, Even though, like, the, I've heard some monetary or MMT guys say that, like, you have to tax to, like offset, offset, you know, some level of inflation or whatever, which doesn't make any sense to me, and to like make sure the currency remains valuable because if you have to pay taxes in a currency, and um, you're going to get thrown in a cage if you don't, then that makes the currency valuable because it's literally you buying your freedom or like you know relative to prison buying your freedom by tax uh, via taxes which if you think right. about taxation that way as you buying your way out of prison it gets a little more nefarious just by the way yeah uh <laughs> and like i just put that together in my head and i hate it True. even more uh <laughs> but uh it was an interesting clip and obviously everyone in my camp was like all about it like is tucker getting red pilled finally uh, and, and then there's a lot of lefties saying yep. like he doesn't know what he's talking about we can print a lot of money we just can't print more money <laughs> which I think that the, somewhere I read that they're, that Biden and friends might be working on another 3 trillion uh, for proposal inf- infrastructure education I think that's over 10 years if I remember correctly but still uh, it, it's like infrastructure, education, green energy, and uh, one or two other things uh, I, that I can't remember. There's a New York Times article on it that I could find really fast. But I am so impressed that we have been on immigration this long. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, what? what is, uh, all right, last 10, 15, 20 minutes, uh, what's your preferred immigration policy? My preferred immigration policy? Like, like, ideal scenario. You can even go to, like, your utopia. What's we're your gonna ideal? We're going to build a wall, and we're going to make Mexico pay for it. <laughs> I think taking into account uh, taking into account the way the state functions today. Or like, your utopia, I think, is... I'll give a realistic answer, because I don't, I don't... My brain's not smart enough for utopia. All right. I think that... I've got both. I think... Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Um... <laughs> Thomas More's Utopia sounded pretty awful. <laughs> but um Yeah, so basically I think that you could I think it's it would be possible to build an immigration system that allows for a background check. Um 
or reference or something like that. So that way you can get people who just to ensure that they don't have any type of criminal history or ties with like, you know, watch groups that, you know, the NSA is spying on regardless. Um, things like that. Once they have that, uh, it would be a job application visa. Mm. So you would have a visa for a certain amount of time to apply to any job, like, and just to get a job. Um, and I think that that visa, I don't know how long it should be because obviously like sometimes taking a job takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that you don't I want to know anything about that on, you don't have to necessarily <laughs> be on site to apply, Yeah, especially with the computer, with the internet. So I think that there could be a system in place that incentivizes or not incentivizes, but rewards companies for looking at resumes from out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, not by taking more money from people or anything like that, but just tax credits and things like that yeah. to take resumes from other steal less. If you like help to bring in great talent from other countries, like that sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, and then you would have to be able to have a visa or a short term visit. So that like, and that program with the government that gives you the tax credit would make is that like this week is your foreign, like, interview week or something like that so then they can be here for a a specific amount of time with specific plans to meet with specific companies that they have specific interviews that have already been predetermined with Mm -hmm. and that week like you know whatever i don't know this is like again like just my idea yeah and then once they got the job you can apply for citizenship and have a work visa until the citizenship goes through and your citizenship cannot go through if at any time within the first 10 years of living in the country you applied for any type of government benefit, applied for any type of Medicare, Medicaid, or anything like that. Then your citizenship, basically you've already applied for citizenship if you get the work visa at this point, and you will get it at the end of 10 years. But if anything happens where you try to apply for something like that, deported, get out. Yeah. And like, that doesn't mean that like, there can't be some type of way to audit the cases because sometimes like, ish hits the fan and like everything goes wrong in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that way, people who fall victim to something like that, it's not like, like you might have had a great job at the energy plant and then the energy plant melted down. Or there was like a pandemic of, or something stupid. I don't know. Right. And the government shut down your job. Yeah. You know, like, like <laughs> totally I think there hypothetical. should be. Uh, yeah. Totally completely hypothetical. hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> I think there should be something in place to make it so that you don't like lose your job or like lose your ability to apply for citizenship and things like that. Uh, but that would be like pulling the rabbit out of the hat real quickly. That's the, that would be my general idea is like, it should be about work. It should be about jobs and it should be about being a contributing member to society. It shouldn't be about charity. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Interesting. I mean, I feel like, uh, I think countries like Switzerland, Uruguay, they kind of do that kind of thing right now. Um, or at least within the last five years, I understand that had been the case. It's interesting. I like it as a, small side note because i understand you're talking about like utopia right but like i just completely forgot that the dhs secretary alejandro mayorkas or whatever his name is they just closed the border really that they're not letting anybody else in and i just thought i'd float out the idea you know that's also an option yeah uh, so my so I've got two of the ones, the utopia and then ones like the realistic, like, what do I want now? Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm basically a hobbyist. I'm, I'm down with the idea of if a utopia, if we have like complete like Ancapistan or whatever, privatize the border. If you can, if you can find a place that wants to let you live there, hire you, like let you shop there, like whatever fine and if people don't like a community doesn't want you in then you don't get to get in 
and that's just like how it is um but then like i kind of alluded to before i am uh skeptical at importing non-libertarian culture while voting exists what's interesting by the way it feels like your two ideas kind of overlap yeah because like you're you're setting a, a standard that you would expect from these people and that yeah. they have to what do you mean these people these people the scum <laughs> of the earth it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh but but yeah like what i would want right now or what i would kind of advocate right now and again sympathetic to the open borders argument um i, I i'm just a, a bigger fan of you know i i would like them to have some sort of an Amer- like a passion for american ideals like actual american ideals um and yeah how would and, you guys like, rank that so if jake says yeah, that they need exactly. to have like i don't know how education exactly. or an ability to provide for the society how would you rank them which one is more important the the people that are more sympathetic to american ideals that one or you would think so what do you think jake I think both. I think they go hand in hand. It, yeah, it, because it, it, you could be you could be sympathetic to American ideals, which many people are, and still be sucking at the teat of the state and vote for ever increasing state. So I, I don't think that they're I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think they have to have both. Yeah, because you could you could also be like super libertarian, or sorry, you could also be like super you know pro state and all that kind of stuff, and then that that sucks for everyone else around you that's now working hard to provide a society that you yeah. you hate and are actively trying like, to change. So I think they go hand in hand. Richard what Wolf has, say, a, has a job, so... <laughs> say what? I said Richard Richard Wolf has a job. I, I'd rather have an unemployed libertarian than a, a, an employed and popular communist. Yeah. Um, the, pers- and that's just, that's, there's not a correct answer. That's just me, personally. Oh, what does that say though about people that are currently citizens though? Because the people oh, they suck we're too. setting a, we're setting a standard that I feel like a lot of Americans don't necessarily uh, fulfill. Dude, I, I just uh, finished a book well, called The Case Against Education and it and it makes the point of like the education doesn't stick in ninety nine percent of the time. And there was a survey of basic civics. Oh, kind of like knowledge about viruses. Yeah. Uh, there was a a, a, a a test or a survey on basic <laughs> civics and like history education and a lot of these a lot of the people in the survey it was like 20,000 people or something were getting very simple things wrong like what uh, what are the th- I, what part isn't in the first amendment like wh- there was one question that was which one happened after the declaration of End- or before the declaration of independence the founding of Jamestown the civil war world war 1 and the election of Barack Obama and like twenty percent of them got it right. Well, we yeah, were in but Afghanistan, I mean, granted, that question right? is super easy. But to be honest, I don't think I could pass one of those. And so oh, the, I, 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 I read that, it thinking the same thing. We would be fine. I guarantee you. Really? Like, like it? It is so simple. Like, how many parties run Congress? And it was like two thousand five or whatever. Um, it's two, and like thirty percent of people got it uh, got it right. Like it was, it was it's pathetic. But I might get that wrong. I mean, like I would try. Yeah, to, I would I, be I, like, oh, if Bernie's an independent, said, right? Because I might have read it like how many parties. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think well, to me Congress, you could take, you know, 
Yeah, like but I mean, I might have read it like, how many parties are there? And I'd be like, oh or, gosh, it's I, like genders. I, There's an innumerable amount. I know, I know you're trying <laughs> to be uh, uh, humble. I guarantee. Well, I, I thought, it I thought for the of... same, like same. I was like, I did really poorly in school. Like some of my history is kind of shaky. I'm gonna read well, through this. Not now it's not. I'm gonna read through this and like, you. like uh, you know, hide the answers. And I got all of them right, and I didn't even have to try. And I should have flunked out of high school history. You it would reminds be 100 percent fine. I guarantee it. I'll send it over uh, in the group chat later. <laughs> you should. We yeah. should all take oh, it. Oh yeah, as link it in the show notes. That'd be fun. I bet uh, it, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure you could right. probably find. If you get out. it wrong, we're gonna treat you like four stars. <laughs> get out uh, <laughs> to it, the internment camp with the Mexican children. If you if you want to find it, you could probably find a PDF of the book. It's called The Case Against Education by Brian Kaplan. He's uh, a professor at George Mason, and he's pretty. Sol- he has a book called Open Borders, and it's like a, a comic book or a graphic novel about like an economic case for open borders. So nice tie-in right there (laughs) yeah uh it reminds me a lot though of what mark dice does where he'll interview people on the street and one of the things that he did was he offered people do you want this piece of gold or would you rather have this chocolate bar and most people took the chocolate bar are you are they i was like "Uh..." yeah like i don't know how anybody who's met a person could be pro voting (laughs) honestly like it blew my that mind. That is actually like an interesting thing that I'd almost like to tackle on like an episode of the Lunch Boys or something. When we do Democracy, like, the God That Fails book club, we really talking about the voting rights bill. That's a, a tro- HR eighteen, H one M one. I forget. Um, <laughs> but like, well, let me. Uh, Hold on, COVID. <laughs> Shut it down. Or it, it's HR uh, one for the People Act. Uh, it, it's basically let's steal every election. I love, election. They I love how yeah, they right? name those things. Ugh. No matter, uh, you can always tell what a bill does because it's exactly the opposite. And then whenever we wage a war against an invisible foe, we're gonna it's lose the it. Patriot. Terrorism, drugs, right. poverty. In a COVID. private society, <laughs> patriots are the ones who willfully allow the state to spy on them. <laughs> right. If you have nothing to hide, there was one great uh, the Affordable Care uh, Act. Everything just got way more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> One time when, when Ron Paul was still in Congress, he had Tom Woods come in to testify in front of like the Fed chairman. And then at the really? end of Tom Woods' spiel, he goes, and like we were told after the Patriot Act got passed, if you've got nothing to hide, you shouldn't be worried. And it's like, nice. Damn, dude, because they were trying to audit the Fed. And it's like, <laughs> damn. And, and you see, I think it was uh, a Greenspan at the time. I, I forget. Yeah. It was sitting yeah. there like... I don't like the way he's talking to me. <laughs> it's like, he's so much smarter than you could ever be. <laughs> I mean, Greenspan's a genius, just FYI. He's yeah, like the, one he, of the earliest computer programmers. Yeah, he's a, he kind of screwed us on everything, though. Uh, eh, you know, as one does. Eh, yeah, it's kind of the job of the, the Federal Reserve. Um, but that's our time, unless somebody has something else to say. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Patreon at the Lunch Boys Pod. Um, give us your money, give us your follows, give us your attention, and uh, please give us five stars on iTunes. Four stars. We put it up in a hotel. We give it a nice meal. We'll overpay for the room, and then you become five stars. Nailed it. Amen. And then dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Dollar nailed dollar bill, y'all. it. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening. My chest looks massive today. <laughs> it does look it does look really good. I was thinking that the whole time. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll see you next time, and maybe you could just see a picture of Jake's t- uh, chest. Ooh. Ooh. You almost said tits, didn't you? I just stumbled the word. <laughs> you were like Jake's t- tits, t- chest. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Lunch Boys Uncut. It's really an OnlyFans. You just don't know it. <laughs> uncut. I thought we were all circumcised. Bye. <laughs> Adios. Muchachos. <laughs> Oh, I'm not circumcised. That's it for this edition of The Lunch Boys. Join us again next time as the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There is a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or do not. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it, comrades. See you in Gulag soon, yes? <laughs> you think I kid. I'm not kid. <laughs>